Once again, we apologize for the temporal disturbances in our recordings and releasings of these Jam Jar episodes. This episode was recorded in September of the year 2023 in my basement. Enjoy. Welcome to the Jam Jar. We're a couple motherfuckers in a basement. Yeah, we're recording in person, so it's the yeah. energy's different. Yeah, yeah, it is. Welcome <laughs> to the bang I told Adam before we started recording, it's not quite true. Yeah. I said I was going to record like this yeah. the whole time, Yeah, so that and I didn't have to make eye contact with anybody. I and said I could that pretend he would I'm do in... this, and then we would just look at each other and go, hello, let's just look at the crap right now. <laughs> it just won't stop looking at the crap. Can you hear yourself too? Yes. Oh God. Yeah. That would no, fuck I, me right up. Hello. Oh, That's why I side... screamed when you started talking while I was listening <laughs> to a recording of you talking. The <laughs> side tone is I my my greatest enemy yeah. on the planet. Yeah. You know, I I think there was like a uh, a, a device they developed to get people to shut up, where they just that yes. literally they, like literally the the like the pinnacle of just making someone stop talking is to play exactly what they said with like a, a, like a sec- one second, a one second delay back at them. And it's just like <laughs> an impenetrable wall of just, I can't speak. It does. It, it fucks me up so badly. <laughs> just thinking about it. No, it's, it's great. Welcome to the jam Welcome jar. Welcome to the jam jar. Welcome to the jam jar. This is a, God, we have a, we had a tagline once. We said something here. The Wasn't most the... popular music <laughs> yeah. podcast. Most popular Spotify. music podcast. Yeah. Uh, yeah. America's number one music podcast. Yeah. yeah. America's busiest music podcast. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, uh, the tagline was going to be like, what is it? Like jams preserved or like something preserved. preserving. It was, it was the most sh- shelf stable. Oh yeah. Sh- uh, I don't think we, content I, I think I lied. Never, I don't think we, we ever said, said that. that. We yeah, never no, said it. I'm a liar. Yeah, I lied. Well, well, welcome to the Jam Jar, home yeah. of your uh, most shelf-stable music content Whoa. on on the platform. Welcome yeah. to yeah. the first episode where we ever say that historic, another historic moment in in the Jam Jar tonight. I'm today. I'm Hillel Slot. Yes, you are. You're Adam. Yeah. Say your name. Your name. It's <laughs> good. I got razzed. I got razzed, everybody. I, I'm uh, Jack Vaughn. Yep. Indeed. And uh, right. what what do you say? Do you want want to? Uh, do we have any follow up? It's been like. Yeah, it's been like a month yeah some life follow-up what's going on what's everyone been doing oh yeah i moved yeah nice that's been a whole thing yeah zen master i'm a zen master now that's right i i no longer have earthly connections to possessions on earth no not at all i try my hardest to throw things out every single day everybody's a zen master right after they move i know yeah it's and, very true, but it, it's also literally true for me. It's it's gonna be like two weeks, and then you're gonna be like buying shit. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna be on the internet, and you're gonna be like, "Man, why don't I have that? I'm gonna buy it." Yeah, it'll be shoes too. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's the like worst size part. 147 shoes. So they really take up some space. <laughs> no, because then I could fit other shoes in them. <laughs> that that, that, that saved me. That's space. that's some that's some next level Zen get, master stuff. You get, to, you get to a point where you know you you don't. It's just your new house, so you have so much room. Yeah, 
in your new giant shoes, your your yeah. size. 2147 At what shoes. point do you become the old woman? This is my leather house. <laughs> Who lives in a shoe? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember any of the rest you know, of that. Yeah, you know, it seemed impractical at the time, but, like, yes. you know... Now we understand she was the original Marie Kondo. Yeah. <laughs> the old woman who lived in a shoe. Mm. She said, I should keep all my shoes in a bigger shoe. Actually, I should keep everything in a bigger shoe. Yeah. Shoes are, are the future. And she was a visionary whose vision never came to be. I mean, as far as containers go, they're pretty good. They really contain, you know? They don't they, seal. They don't, they, <laughs> they're really I, good at containing I don't know, your... they seal some stuff in there. <laughs> they're I've really taken... good at containing your feet. <laughs> yeah, they, they're very good at containing a very specific shape that really doesn't exist anywhere else. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It's, feet are unique. They are. All right. Um, good follow up. That was a good. Yeah, Jack, Jack. What have you been up to? What's going on in your life? Uh, I've been playing a lot more music. We uh, love uh, I've been trying to listen to music, but uh, life's just been busy. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I've been playing Buzz. playing bass, playing saxophone. Uh, I'm gonna perform with my band Hell pretty yeah. soon. Couple days. Uh, and yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I finally have a, a proper name because what is it? Uh, uh, the delay unit. I love it. That is a banger of a name. Yeah. I like that. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, you, you, you've been, uh, moving around a lot, Adam. You, you both have been to music festivals since the last time we recorded. Yeah, yeah. that's true. And yeah. I'm surprised that you're just like, yeah, I moved and I was on a plane. Like, you surely you have some interesting, um, <laughs> something more interesting than I've been up to. Yeah, it was a blast. Me, yeah. Me and Halal saw, uh, saw uh, JPEG Mafia and Danny Brown. That's right. Oh, yeah. we did do that. That yeah, was yeah. a really good concert. I have not follow up, but something that angers me. Yeah. About, not about JPEG Mafia, but about fans of JPEG Mafia. What? And that is random white dudes on the internet who feel comfortable calling this man Peggy. They're just like, <laughs> you're just like some guy. You're just yeah. some guy commenting on a YouTube video yeah. being like, oh yeah, Peggy doesn't really like that. I'm like, Chad, no. <laughs> Chad, you don't know him. You never met him. Chad, yeah. Chad42069 XXXXX well, on YouTube. I, I don't. Know, I don't know if Peggy is so much a like, like something that like it's not like his like nickname. It's just like something that he uh, he he kind of gave himself as a. Uh, All right. I I called him Peggy at the show when I was talking about him, and I'll I will say I felt weird doing it. It just it just feels I will weird. Admit, I will admit for a moment I was like, when when, right? when Danny Brown calls him Peggy, I'm like yeah, yeah. Well, that makes sense. But it's so many less syllables. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Put some respect on the syllables. Yeah. <laughs> fair, fair enough. I I feel weird about calling him JPEG Mafia. Okay, that's fair. Just... You know what? I will say that does yeah. Hey, you know that guy JPEG Mafia? <laughs> and it was it was pretty sick. Uh one of my favorite parts of the show is that the chants were uh, either Peggy or Danny. 
Mm. Um, but they sound but it, the same. But they sound the same, so they kind of blend into each other. So you had like half the crowd like ch- uh, chanting like Danny, Danny, and then half the crowd chanting Peggy, Peggy, Peggy. Yeah, yeah, and it just kind of bled into each other into like this kind of just like wall of noise. And it was just like at a certain point, it's like, oh yeah, they're just somehow the crowd is simultaneously saying both words at the same time. Right. It, it uh it it was it was a surreal experience. That's also wild. the visuals were awesome. It was like a bunch of like Street the, Fighter. Yeah, yeah. Well yeah. The 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 theme of the, the tour was like I guess old fighting games. Um, oh sick. Yeah. So at like, first I thought it was Capcom versus uh, It's Capcom versus S and K. Oh okay, that is what the theme was. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um the, the oldest fighting game. Yeah, so it was like, you know, like S N K like King of Fighters. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. That. Um, and the, um, the poster was, uh, uh, JPEG Mafia is Ryu and then, um, um, uh, da- Daniel Brown, da- Daniel Brown is, uh, Sir Ki- Daniel Brown, Kyo Kusanagi, uh, from ah, the King of Fighters. Of course. Yeah. So Ryu from King of Fighters. Ri- no. Yeah. Well, yeah, but he's the Ryu. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's, yeah. it's cool. Yeah. It's great, though, because King of Fighters... This is not a video game podcast, but one favorite fact I have is that King of Fighters is renowned for its blatant ripoff of every single Street Fighter <laughs> character oh, whenever it comes out of it. You know, no, I mean, I, lo- I love King of Fighters, but it's like... like There are interviews with the, direct, like, the directors of some of the games who literally went, Oh, yeah. That was a good character model, so we just made the same one. You know, like, who wouldn't? It, they made an archetype. I, I do. The, there is a one character called Benny Maru, who uh, is just uh, the same character as John Pierre Polnareff uh, from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. So much so that the developers just called him Polnareff. <laughs> they didn't. They never used his real name. They just said Polnareff. So you you are onto something there. They just kind of ripped off a bunch yeah. of. Yeah, but I mean that's that's just kind of. Yeah, that's still a banger of a game. I mean that's what nerds do. They just yeah. they just are like that's cool. Yeah, I'm gonna take that. Um, but yeah, went to a music festival. Um, I think what happens in music festival stays a music festival to some extent. Um, sure. But I don't know. I did some. I did like some construction there. Built like a I was gonna crazy. Say, yeah. Talk wild... about the work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, the issue is even the work. <laughs> um, but but yeah, it was. Um, we built a crazy forest thing. Yeah, that sounded um, super cool. Yeah, so like it's a it's very much a hippie festival. Okay, it's called Shambhala. Um, that's right. Which is a very hippie name. That's for a hippie right. Festival. You're join the dark side. Yeah. Um, I will say it was fun, but I did walk away from this festival going, oh yeah, this is not my jam. Um, <laughs> these are not, this is, this is not made for me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, see, that's what when like the eighth white guy with dreads started singing <laughs> well, reggae and ska you know, in a row that day. God, God has passed out a verdict on hippies because he just destroyed Burning Man. It's true. <laughs> it's true. He did. Oh, yeah. um, That's part of the music festival experience, though, is having everything ruined by a giant storm. Yeah. Yeah. But, but uh, I'll share. I mean, that happened to me. Not to make too much light of it, because there are there were fatalities yeah. from Burning Man. So but like it's a pretty fucking so fucked up. Funny. Yeah. Like at the same time, it's so bad. But like, oh man. 
Yeah. Poor hippies. Yeah. It, it, it sucks, you know. But, you know. But God has passed judgment. I, I don't know. The, uh, I feel like part of it's just like the the risk you take and yeah. and yeah. be like yeah like you know we're just gonna like go enjoy camping with like you know seven thousand people and in the middle of nowhere in the middle of the, and hope that just nothing nothing goes wrong nothing goes wrong and then yeah. sometimes things go wrong and it's like oh well yeah, yeah. Although, it's, I, I will why, say, suddenly, to, that it's really bad. To Burning Man's credit, like, this was truly an act of God. Yeah. Like, like to know... It's more like, like an act of climate change. Of climate change, <laughs> but yeah. But, like, in the, in the legal sense of it, yeah. it's like, it, it really, like, it wasn't their fault. Yeah. Like, like, sure, sure, they could have somehow been more prepared for mud. But, like, why? Why would they? Like, this has yeah. never happened before. So, like, you know, mm-hmm. good on them for running a fairly competent festival for a long time until climate change destroyed everything. Yeah, it, it's just insane to me that, like, these conditions have not been uh, experienced by humans with such quantity uh, since, like, the First World War. <laughs> like, people, people have, like, trench foot. <laughs> Yeah, at Burning Man, I oh I got a little they're, bit of trench foot at my first festival. Yeah, they're like literally, <laughs> literally like not even at the festival. I w- I got my foot wet in a parking lot before the festival, <laughs> and then I just kept my shoes on like an idiot. Yeah, and then, and later on that day, I was like, oh, I mean, <laughs> I mean, whoops, spot the difference because you're you like you're you're stuck in the mud. You're you're getting bombarded by waves of noxious substances. Uh-huh. <laughs> Gas. Yeah, I mean, there's there's pyrotechnics everywhere that you want to have nothing to do with. Yeah, yeah, you know, there's you know, war screaming. is hell. I mean, festival is hell. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it is. I do think about that sometimes. It's like I love festivals, but it is literally hell for a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So let me let me let me hit you with good things that happened and bad things that happened. So overall, okay. it was awesome. I got paid to go to a festival and free tickets. Great. That's amazing. Yeah. All right, like oh I yeah, think, me too. I I volunteered, so I went for like free like grand total. I probably got a value of like twelve hundred dollars for four days of work. That's yeah. not bad. Like yeah. that was, and it was a cool festival. Um, but and like we made this really trippy art forest, bunch of art installations hanging from trees. Sick. Cool construction work looked really awesome at night. Um, lots of lights, lots of cool stuff. Um. On the other side, compost toilets oh, no. are a crime against humanity. <laughs> oh, no. Um, and especially these advanced compost toilets that were rolly recycle bins underneath oh. a hole with the toilet seat. Oh, no. And and just, just like, yeah, the worst thing I've ever experienced in my life. Yeah. Um, and then... Yeah, the toilet scene yeah. at festivals. The showers, though, bad. were kind of great. I, mean, I was impressed. Um, I think the with the collapse of society, plumbing is probably like the the thing that I will miss the most. Yeah, like yeah, <laughs> yeah. I learned that. I learned that this weekend. Oh yeah, that that was, just, this, how, yeah. how much how much plumbing is is uh, yeah. goaded? Oh, it's goaded, truly goaded. <laughs> plumbing, greatest of all time. <laughs> Plumbers are the unsung heroes of yeah. the band. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. 
But yeah, and also, um, don't don't bring your babies to 12 a.m. shows. Yeah. That, it's just, like, like, just, just one of you missed, the, like, you chose this. You chose the baby. You don't get to come see this guy. Yeah. You don't get to bring your baby in a wheelbarrow with noise-canceling, like, construction worker headphones <laughs> on. Yeah, which, that's, like, kind which, of a norm. Which is a sight I am so happy I got to see because it's hilarious. But and like, some, some of the, like, toddlers during the daytime shows have a lot of fun with their, like, big headphones on. They dance yeah. with everybody. But then it, it reaches a certain point at night where it's like, whoa. Why are you here? Why is there a kid here? Go, go take your kid home. <laughs> take him home. I'll yeah. take him home. Like, tell right. me where to take this kid. <laughs> right. This kid's got to go home. I'll take your kid. Yeah, I'll take Adam your kid. Adam Hasky. Give me your baby. <laughs> Adam Hasky, give me your baby. <laughs> give me your baby. Give me your baby. You lost your baby privileges. <laughs> I, this is vigilante social services. Yeah. I'm That's, taking your kids. Just imagining Adam with just like a fucking a, a like side. super super stroller. Just like, yeah. these are mine now. Yeah. <laughs> I got these at the festival. <laughs> Yeah, oh, I mean, man. it's one of the reasons, I mean, it's one of the reasons I don't have kids at the moment. It's like, oh, I still want to go to festivals and shit. Yeah. Like, but yeah, I don't know. It, it made me learn about some festivals I do want to go to, though. Yeah. There's some cool ones over there. There's um Bloodstock. Bloodstock? Which just sounds hilarious. It's just I'm a heavy metal Woodstock? Yep. Awesome. Yep, that's yeah. it. Yeah. Awesome. And then there's Download Festival, which is supposed to be sick, which is like another rock metal one. And then there's a bunch of like EDM festivals. Yeah, all the baby, time, that's my shit. Yeah. The thing about England <laughs> is every single one of them is a drum and bass festival. Yeah, see, I'm not about that. And like, I do love drum and bass, but mm. oh man, is there a lot of drum? And I bass. enjoy some drum and bass, but I I don't seek it. Like, especially at a festival, I don't know. And 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 the jungle, they love the jungle. Yeah, jungle's good. It, it's it's sad to me because. Uh, Big beat is just not a thing anymore. Like what's, uh, big, what's big beat? Is big beat, big beat's like Fatboy Slim or something. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. See or that like, would or like that or would like, crush or like festival. Prodigy and and Chemical early Chemical yeah. Brothers was like big beat right yeah 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 uh, like oh, I guess would, I guess that would whip but big beat is like that was like the the shit in the nineties right. so yeah. it's probably just like it just became it's novel to us but I'm sure in the UK it's just like oh been there done that like, yeah I mean I, there's still big beat over there yeah like people still get that but there's like new big beat no. it is like some it, it's a guy that looks like your dad yeah up there dressed like a dad but throwing the fuck down. Well, yeah <laughs> I mean that's just that, a festival yeah that's that just is just Fat Boy Slim it's yeah. like that guy's my dad and it's like nope that's Fat Boy Slim <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh I had a lot of fun volunteering at my festival uh I I really liked just getting to know everybody and like meeting all the people in the tents and and hanging out with everybody and I got to do that like for an extra two or three days because I volunteered so I showed up super early, and everybody I was camping next to was super dope. And that was a lot of fun. Uh, the music, honestly, did not blow me away. Like, I, I enjoyed a lot of the main <clears throat> the main acts. Like, they were really cool. Detox Unit was fantastic. Uh, Tipper was really good. But, like, most of the music didn't, didn't like astound me and the and the, the people you've heard of are like the ones who are like really yeah they were really really good killing it the the 
the set that I was most excited to see got canceled because of a thunderstorm. Uh-huh. And and it got canceled like 10 minutes into the set, which was heartbreaking because I was on the rail, like going crazy, <laughs> like enjoying this incredibly loud, uh, like bass show. And it was an artist called Of the Trees. I was really yeah. excited. I think I, I remember you posted, um, they, they did get to play another set though at like, they sunrise, did, right? yeah. They played a sunrise set, which was really interesting, but not quite as like hyped. So I, I, I thought that was a really interesting idea, though. It just, was like waking up to like a big like light show and yeah. like kind of chill ambient music. Well, I think a lot of people at this festival just didn't sleep for three days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, I, that's I woke up at four thirty in the morning and trudged over to the stage. And, like, I was all tired and stuff, and it was really nice to wake up to this, like, kind of ambient light show. Uh, and it was really good music. And I said to somebody after that set that, like, oh, my God, I would watch that dude, I would watch that dude play music for 400 hours in a row. <laughs> and he was just sitting there, and he went, literally. It was, <laughs> it was really, it was a good one. That's, that's what I love the most. <laughs> that's what I love the most about festivals is, like, mingling with the people yeah i it 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 does sound like such a like cool and novel experience no i i agree i think that was my favorite part of the festival was hanging out with my fellow construction people at camp most of the time yeah we're also very close to main stage so literally any main stage thing was on honestly whoever did the sound for it and i think this is kind of like true at a lot of festivals I think it's just really hard to do yeah. outdoor fucking, yeah. like, like, build it in the middle of a field in, like, a week and then be like, yeah, that's good. That's going to sound great. Yeah, yeah it's and not like a, this is a venue. Like, it's not, this is not Meriwether Post Pavilion. This is yeah. not an, like, <clears throat> outdoor venue. But, like, they really didn't get it with this. <laughs> 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 like, like, mad respect to everyone involved in that. But when you're there... It didn't sound good. What they did, though, for our campsite? Banging. Main stage's speakers were specifically designed, it felt like, to play the music on main stage just perfectly for where we were camped. <laughs> it was great. I think, I think that might be on purpose. Like, like, they're trying to maximize the number of people that can like really oh, enjoy the oh music. well they minimized the number oh. of people at main stage who could actually hear it <laughs> literally the way they had it rigged was so many of those like monitor stuff yeah just shot straight over the people in the crowd there were so many dead spots you just couldn't hear the music it was wow. great it was kind of impressive wow. i think i think my theory is one of the people rigging it was camped near us and was like yo the set list this year is crazy, but I don't want to go in the crowd, man. Right. Look, I'm just going to move the speakers a little bit. No one's going to know. All right? And it's all going to come right here. They're actually a audio wizard. Yeah, I think they are. That's my belief. Because it was like I'd be going to sleep to the sweet sounds of, I don't know what, Nate, Nate Conga. I think that was one of the artists who played. I was very sad, though. There was one artist who I would have loved to see, but the lineup was insane, and there were, like, eight venues. Yeah. Um. So I didn't see that they were playing at that one venue. They're, like, High Fade, which is, like, a funk band from Scotland that oh. busks a lot. Oh, cool. And, like, they're really good. That's And, and that, I missed them. A, that's a really sick name, too. I know. High Fade. High Fade. Yeah. 
Um, There's a lot of good funk at festivals. But yeah, that's um. That's especially good if you say it in like a Scottish accent. <laughs> hey, fade. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping. So- I was like, I'm not gonna do it. I'll do but it. But I really want someone. To do it. <laughs> I'll do it. I want someone to go for it. I ain't scared. Um, uh yeah but yeah that's what that's that's the follow-up that's what's been happening around that's exciting um yeah most of the volunteering was super dope uh i will say standing in a field for six hours and parking people (laughs) in their spot was terrible because first of all there was no there was nowhere to sit down which was already bad and then on top of that it was very, very hot. I got blasted mm. by the sun. Oh, man. Uh, I had sunscreen on, but I forgot to put it on, like, parts of my hand and stuff. Oh. Uh, I, the the worst part was that every single person who arrived was, like, a- almost every person that arrived was, like, just finishing up a super long line <laughs> after a super long drive, and they were, like, not having it. So they were, like, I don't think this is 15 feet every single time. And I was like, no, it's more than 15 feet. I'm being nice to you. I got yelled at earlier for giving cars too many... Not yelled at, but I got told that I was giving cars too much space. (laughs) Uh, And everybody treated me well, but, you know, it was just like... It was a bunch of cranky people. Yeah. And and I was like, you want to trade? You were just in an air-conditioned vehicle that whole time. I've just been here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, like, that was the only job that I didn't like. But, like, picking up trash, awesome Everybody loves you. You're walking around. You get to listen to all the music. You, you, it's like a good job that you feel good about doing. And then, uh, yeah. So that the parking was the only part I didn't like. That's yeah. It's a thankless job. Yeah. Fuck cars. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. like they show up. And it's like ah. Ugh. ugh. You got to take up so much space. Yeah. Yeah. I was also alone. I was in one of the fields that like didn't need that many people helping, so I was just sitting there, like burning. <laughs> we did have a uh, main topic planned for this special in in person episode. Yes. Well, planned is a strong word. We had one ready. Yeah. Uh, we were going to talk about guilty pleasures. That's right. Uh, stuff that stuff that we listen to that maybe we think we shouldn't listen to. Well. <laughs> I'd say in my case, I think it's mostly that other people other think people. I shouldn't listen. That's yeah, what I think one I think, might say. I think it's. I think it's like well, that's a good point. Maybe we should define mm-hmm. uh, yeah. a, a guilty pleasure. I think a guilty pleasure is is kind of like you wouldn't like you wouldn't proudly go right. and be like, "Hey, you should listen to this album," or like, or. Or if somebody catches you listening to it, you're, you're like, hear me out. (laughs) Right. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, you, you get a sense of guilt when you listen, not when you listen to it, but like, were you to be found out, were you to be publicly listening to it? It would be guilty. Yeah. I think I'm just well trained now as, as we have discussed previously in that much of my musical taste is I was talking to Halel about this earlier of like. I've, I've felt somewhat listless in my hunt for music that I enjoy and like noticing that like, oh, this track on this album sounds really good, but the rest of the songs on this album are like a bit not it. And I was like, what is missing from my life? And then recently heavy metal has found its way back into my life. And I was like, oh yeah, this is it. All the songs I like are really loud and aggressive. Yeah. 
I wanted the genre of music that is fast, loud, and aggressive all the time. Oh. Give me the, give me the, give me the death chord, please. Yeah, but I think that yeah. because of my, I don't know, proclivities towards screamy, screamy music, mm-hmm. a lot of my guilty pleasures, I feel no more shame about than I did in the past, and will gladly recommend them to people. Yeah, but I think I do them with a, a maybe, maybe he's just ascended a twinkle in in my eye. Maybe yeah, that's right. it. Is now I'm doing it because I'm like, huh, I'll play this for you and be like, oh. What a great remix of a song I love. I <laughs> and then... <laughs> just, so you're guilty, Surpri- but you don't feel Surprise guilty. Surprise, yeah. 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 It's a guilty pleasure because I am, in fact, guilty of, of crimes. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you are the guilty one. Yes. Yeah. I am guilty of pleasure. Huh. <laughs> and we're back in the bang bar. No. <laughs> Well, Please refuse no. to enter into the bank. I won't play in this space with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I won't do that. All right, that's true. We're all about consent I mean, in the bank what, bar. Like, what, that's good. Hello, what are your, what are some of uh, yeah the what, some what would you pleasures. consider? Yeah, yeah. Mm, mm. yeah. Well, I mean, top of the list of things that I would be ashamed to be found listening to that I do enjoy listening to would be like i guess some of the very early alvin and the chipmunks music yeah, <laughs> yeah. like like the the first album and also the the music to the that one like chipmunk adventure hot air balloon race movie yeah mm-hmm. that is like some fucking embarrassing ass music that i will still definitely I, enjoy i'm pretty sure pre-Jack joining the show in some of our unreleased recordings we talked about you this? talk about the Alvin and the Chipmunks movie really? for 30 either you, we talked oh, about it in a recording or I think I just mentioned oh, this no, in real life no yeah it's no an, we had it's a, an inevitability no but we had a 45 minute long conversation about the Alvin <laughs> and the Chipmunks movie and then I think I watched it yeah it's crazy it is it's crazy it's a crazy it's a crazy movie. film <laughs> it is a crazy film not um, the not the like new live action. No, stuff. no, no, no. I'm talking old, old animated old movies. Two D animated Alvin. Might have been VHS but, only. Yeah, there have. I don't think I've talked about this before, but the, I I forget what it's called. Um, it's 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 something like Sludge Punk or something like that, where it's literally just um, uh, an album, uh. It's like the first um, Chipmunks album, but it's edited so that only the vocals are pitched down to the actual singers. Oh, like, God. yeah, uh, it and it, um, it's like kind of hellish sounding, <laughs> right? Because they're not harmonizing. Yeah. Or they, yeah. Yeah, um, but it's also kind of like really interesting, like. It's it's one of those like things that you stumble upon on the internet at like three in the morning and you're like, what is this? And you're just like, you you're so like like enthralled by it that you just like listen to the whole thing and you're just like, oh my god, like <laughs> I can't believe someone took the time to make this. That's uh, that is intense. Yeah. Um, as far as uh, as far as other guilty pleasures go, I was gonna say recently it, it this this one's interesting because it didn't used to be a guilty pleasure but now it is yeah i guess a lot of them are like that but like 
just kind of sublime in general. Yeah. I feel a little like, hmm, yeah. this isn't well-respected music anymore. <laughs> like, yeah. I can't, I can't point to it and be like, I'm super proud to love this. But then other times I feel a little differently. Other times I'm like, no, fuck you guys. Sublime is great. <laughs> yeah. You've got the, the sublime shirt, like folded tightly and tucked underneath all your <laughs> yeah. shirts. And your Every wardrobe. once in a while. You have a proud sun, sublime Sunday, where you just put on your 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 olive green shirt with a big sun in the middle of it. Yeah. Oh man, we all we've all seen it. There were only two. There was the white one and the olive green one. You know, I, you know, I get why people like Sublime, but I can't help but make fun of the 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 I could play a guitar like a motherfucking riot part. I mean, yeah, because <laughs> it, it is. It's such a perfect. It's like actually like a a a perfect joke. Like a parody. To 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 be like, hey, I can play a guitar like a motherfucking riot, and then like proceed to play like maybe one of the worst guitar solos ever ever not, put to audio. Not just a guitar solo. It's, an acoustic guitar yeah, solo. Yeah. But like an acoustic guitar solo played like a bad electric guitar solo it's yeah like, that's what it is it's, it's, it's like, like i they didn't even have the right equipment yeah, to... he, i mean honestly <laughs> i i want to do an analysis because i'm listening to it in my I head right now purpose. is it sounds like he's trying to play the hotel california guitar <laughs> solo but he's missing a lot of the notes Th- that that'd be a really fun to edit or just, just it just edits into I could play the guitar like a motherfucker. Um, but I thought, I thought the whole point of the song is that Lovin's all he got, including he doesn't have any guitar skills. <laughs> that's that's deeper than I. But like I, I feel like he could have committed harder to sucking at the guitar. Right. Then. Yeah. I. I feel like yeah, that's fair. Honestly, on, on the same. But track, I like your. I like your. Yeah. He intentionally sucked at guitar. On the same track as oh, Sublime. It has to be intentional. I'd say. So bad. Uh, <laughs> a lot of guilty pleasures that I have are just like things that I really liked in high school. Right. That just got grandfathered into the music taste. Like, like it's not like I would listen to it now and be like, this is the best. Right. Um. A lot of Muse, uh-huh. yeah. A lot of Muse, yeah. Is is definitely has been grand grandfathered. Like, like I can say, like I I can vouch for like a, a certain selection of Muse, uh, and it seemed so cool when I was younger. Um, but there there is now at this point. Um, I don't know if you've been paying attention. Way more bad Muse I than there is. That good yeah, news i have yeah. noticed that. um and also like a band lacking any semblance of integrity <laughs> in any way shape or form i feel like that's another part of a guilty pleasure yeah though, it's like fuck i do like this song but oh man yeah are you guys just shitty like yeah yeah <laughs> uh so so like i don't know like I'd say like Jimmy Eat World is probably the guilty pleasure of mine because there's def- like especially the album um, uh, Bleed American that 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 album is such a bop like I love that album and I but I wouldn't ever be like uh, like hey like new person that I'm meeting for the first time I really need you to understand this about me 
this is an album that I love. Right. Like, <laughs> I wouldn't, I wouldn't like you'd, you'd wag my tail. Yeah, yeah. Keep that one back, yeah. back up. Um, but I definitely have like, I remember uh, uh, pretty early on when I was dating Julia, I uh, I got her that as like a Christmas present. Uh, and she really liked it. So like, it was just like, right. I don't know. I feel like that's almost like a kind of intimate thing is letting people yeah. in on your guilty pleasures. Oh, like, yeah. for sure. I'm realizing now that there's like, lo- I have lots of guilty pleasures depending on who I'm talking to. Yeah. yeah that That is, that is true. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's dependent. Yeah. Uh, Cause you know, uh, you can get away with anything if uh, you know that someone has worse music taste than you. you know? <laughs> there's that. <laughs> but then there's also just like it's it's just matching up to somebody's taste because I feel like I feel like I have friends in the jam scene who I would be way more comfortable talking about certain music, and then there's like. And then I have friends that I wouldn't even mention the jam scene in front of. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know yeah. which one is the guilty pleasure. Yeah. Like, like. It's it's an interesting. It's almost like there's two worlds that I walk. It's through. true, yeah. But I find that like it, it always flips when you can't talk about the mainstream music around the people. You're hanging around with your guilty pleasure fans, right? That's what I found. Yeah, it's like if they're if they're people, it's like oh, you listen to ABBA, and it's yeah. like. You well, no one fucking would ever, no one would ever say that. Loot. Well, yeah, probably not the jam <laughs> scene, but I know there are definitely like people out there who like heavy music. Who it's like, oh yeah, I listen to clean vocals, yeah. and they're like, oh, you fucking just baby. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I I think it it does come from like a a deeper music. Like you have to dive pretty deep yeah. to get. To get a sense of guilt for listening to music, but yeah, uh, yeah. I but, mean, I'd say top three guilty pleasures for me. Yeah, I still listen to Mickey Avalon. Mickey Avalon. I don't know if you remember Mickey Avalon, uh, but he did sing the classic "My Dick." Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> which I still know all the lyrics to. Um, <laughs> no, honestly, this I'm, list, I'm familiar. I'm this familiar. list is going to be longer than three. I'm now realizing. Um, cause it's also going to be songs I still know all the lyrics to that are horrible. Um, Hollywood Undead. Okay. Yeah. 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 I mean, no, yeah, you, you, you I've should mentioned feel this gu- before. Yeah. Should feel guilty. Yeah. yeah. I should. It's <laughs> terrible. It's, and the lyrics are terrible, yeah. but like, I think it's similar to what you said. It's like, I listened in high school and for some reason, grandfathered in. Yeah. that, yeah, that dopamine receptor is now just turned on when yeah. that music and I'm like, yeah, oh yeah. Right. Um, those make me feel guilty. Um, Anything by falling in the reverse makes me feel guilty, <laughs> despite the fact that I do like some of their songs. Yeah. I can't deny that, like, somehow, somehow, despite all of the terrible things that he continues to do forever, Ronnie Radke wrote some bangers at some point. Not really. I, I, there aren't even, but they were bangers to me at some point, and I'm like, all right. Like, that, that's the thing, is when someone, like, objectively points out to you is like oh this this like this music is bad like like or they like they uh yeah they stole this song from another person like yeah like or like, like oh yeah that guy killed someone went to prison yeah. for it and it's like oh uh, uh, <laughs> i don't know this gets my hip shaking yeah. <laughs> yeah. like i just think of like uh when i first uh 
heard um uh what's the the uh chris isaac song uh it's wicked what a wicked game you play i don't know oh yeah, yeah. yeah. i think that's yeah. wicked game yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and i and he and i was like oh man dead mouse just stole this uh entirely for uh the like vocal part um with the the what's the pendulum guy again oh yeah uh, um ah, what's his name pendulum. What's his name? Rob, Rob, Rob Swire. Yeah, Rob Swire. The, wow. the, 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 the <laughs> Pete Pull. The, the, <laughs> the part of uh, Ghosts and Stuff that has like uh, lyrics, the, the version of it that's like with featuring Rob Swire, uh, there's part of it that just like where he's like, and I. That's that's just Chris Isaac. That, that shit is from like the 80s. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like but that song does bang though. it it does like that's what i'm talking about it's like oh man they they straight yeah. stole it uh the, like whole, good. wholesale but like there's still part of me that's like oh man i remember in high school listening to that song and being like wow like <laughs> yeah this is music this is so good i yeah. mean yeah that's like i don't know i feel like that's also the struggle of listening to any white made rock and roll from 1950 present kind of but yeah. like particularly like 50s through like yeah. 80s yeah um that's true i feel like all of you just get so much of that lovely lovely guilt listening of just like oh this is just the same song by a much less famous person and now they're like popping up now it's like i found the record and it's like yeah. recorded in 1935 yeah i mean they <laughs> talk about like led zeppelin like oh yeah they they were and are notorious thieves, but I I still really like them. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, like they're maybe one of my favorite bands, but like they yeah. they stole a lot of shit. Yeah, uh, right. Um, I'd say I own more Led Zeppelin shirts than I own some shirts combined <laughs> in existence. <laughs> like I have it. I have like around eight to ten. Wow. Like yeah. Wow. I didn't realize that. I, I, love, know, I remember one of them. I love, I love Led Zeppelin. The but, but also yes. But I in my head, the way I rectify it is like they aren't falling in reverse. <laughs> <laughs> right. You're not. You're not Ronnie Radke. So can't be that bad. I yeah. I'm. Uh, I can't think of any music I love that I know is stolen. Uh, other than maybe a few Led Zeppelin tracks. Uh, I don't want to talk shit about the dead, but I'd be lying if I didn't say that Smash Mouth was one of my guilty pleasures. <laughs> like, it's rest rest in peace to that guy whose name I don't remember. Steve Harwell. Steve yeah. Harwell. Yeah. But uh, a guy whose name was only remembered by society in the past three days when people found. Yeah, I couldn't have told dying. you before for sure. No. I. Uh, but but goddamn, I love that Astro Lounge album. Yeah. I love it. I, I actually like wholeheartedly love that album. Walking on the Sun yeah. is a certified banger. It it is a better song than All Star. Yeah. Yeah. They're all better. Yeah. <laughs> Most Smash Mouth songs are better than All Star. So mo the other Smash Mouth song in Shrek that is a cover is a better song than All Star. Yeah. 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 The my favorite's probably Then the Morning Comes. Oh, I do uh, love Then the Morning Comes. But the... Which I think is the track that plays after Walking on the Sun. Oh, yeah. In 
that's how much I've listened to that album. <laughs> that album, I that stand album by bangs. that album. But but it, I'm I would be lying if I said it wasn't a guilty pleasure. I think that one's different though because I think that that's like it's not even bad. It's just so memed, yeah. That like it feels like you're not allowed to unironically wow. like it anymore. Yeah, some of it's a little bad. I, I mean, know, but that album is not bad. Yeah, I it's think the so. same thing. Tough Thumper by Chumbawamba. Oh, that's a great that album. album. Bang. That's a great. Yeah. Album. Start to finish, that is a quality album. Yeah, I like that album. And you know, will never not be made fun of. You know, a little off topic, but I suppose the 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 titular track yeah. is actually so like dense. Like I, I, I always get stuck with the like I get knocked down, but I get up. Yeah. But there's like horns on that track. There's yeah. like, like multiple lines of vocals and like harmonies. I was like, oh, daddy. and they never made another song. Yeah, <laughs> they made that album, and they knew we didn't, and still don't know. But Chumbawamba said, "This is wait, really? I think they have one album. No, that's not true. They have lots of albums." But they might not have made another one after that one. That I can't remember. But I know they have tons of albums. That was like their seventh album or something. That's why it's so funny that it like exploded. (laughs) You know. Oh, you're very right. You know. Very wrong. That that's really funny that that's their last album because no, it's not. It's their not. Last album. Yeah, it's not, nothing I said was true. <laughs> yeah, no, I I lived in a fantasy save the, world. Save that voice clip. <laughs> <laughs> Everything I just said was a lie. They have like twenty albums. Yeah, they released like seven or eight after Tub Thumper. Just none of them got played. No. Like, nobody but knows But Tub Thumper it. is, like, next level. I've never heard any other album. I've listened to that. I've listened to Tub Thumper. I like that album. I, I only... I think recently, though, was the only time I actually listened to the whole album and not just Tub Thumping. Oh, it's all good. It is all good. Um, think, it's uh, not a guilty pleasure. Do, I, I, yeah, I, I it's not it, a guilty pleasure. I guess it would be if you were, like... I don't know. If, if you were embarrassed to play just that one song because i guess i would be embarrassed to play all-star by smash mouth unironically i mean in a similar vein to hillel's all-star thing they might be giants oh yeah i listen to that's not a guilty pleasure they would be giants is good i mean no no no, i'm saying they're they're objectively good it's embarrassing though i would never put on particle man at a party i i don't know well yeah in like a general in, in a party of us, fuck yeah, I would. It would be great. Or Istanbul was Constantinople. Absolutely. Those songs bang. Okay, so... You want to be onto something because I... I have... Well, Julia's... One of her favorite There May Be Giants albums is uh, their album No, which is just categorically, like, they intended to be for children. Yeah. Um... And I I made an observation that was like this is this is pretty good like this actually is not that different from no what they just usually make this is they make advanced <laughs> music for children yeah basically that's what I feel and, like and Jack I'm almost thirty yeah all right so it is a bit of a guilty pleasure yeah in so the same I can way see that. that I still listen to the library card song from Arthur sometimes because that song is yeah, objectively I mean, good. That's what I started with. Or, yeah, like, or the even better Arthur song, <laughs> the Jekyll Jekyll Hyde. Yes. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, the best song, the that, best Arthur song. If you want to talk about earworms, 
Yeah. Um, no, that's what, that's what I started. I mean, it, these are these are mostly songs that I used to really love. Like even even All Star by Smash Mouth. I think there was a time when I was a little baby boy when that was my favorite song. Yeah. Like it's awesome. It was a really cool song. I love that it was sung by a guy that was like kind of overweight. That made me feel good. I was yeah. like, oh, sweet. I could be I could guy be fat Fieri. someday. I could be fat and in a band. It'll be fine. <laughs> but uh, it was I like the the majority of these are just you know stuff from my ancient past. Like that's why I started with the Chipmunk song and everything. It was like, oh yeah, when I was a little kid, I loved that music. Still enjoy it, but yeah, not, not nearly as much. And I wouldn't be happy to tell anybody about it. I feel like there there's definitely like. You know, just to kind of put a bow on it, there's there's good reasons to feel guilty about right your pleasures, but there's also you know there's some that are just like that's and fuck I that I should just I, yeah I, the Smash Mouths and the, yeah. and the and the the they might be giants the, of the world. This is they deserve to be yeah enjoyed without guilt. Yeah, I feel well. Smash Mouth is kind of in the middle there because yeah. they 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 also did some not great stuff. Yeah, but but they, not that much. No, yeah, all things well, considered. Since since Jack so lovely put a bow on it, let's uh let's have a break. Yeah, oh, and, weather break and the weather break. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Weather. Hello, and welcome to the weather. Our loving homage to the wonderful podcast. Welcome to Nightvale. This week's weather is brought to you by the groove metal band from the UK, Struck Down with their song, Nephilim. Enjoy!
thank you all for listening. Our podcast is entirely listener supported. So if you like what you hear and like what we do, you can head on over to our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash the jam jar. That's no caps, no spaces, no added ingredients, just the jam jar. Over there, you can find some cool stuff. We have unheard bits not available to anyone else except our patrons, as well as some MP3s of the weather occasionally for you to download for your personal enjoyment. If you are not in a place to donate right now, that is totally fine. We still love you just as much, but if you could leave us a review and download the podcast, it makes a big difference. Now, back to the show. Yeah. We, you might have uh, heard, uh, we like to um, listen to music. Yeah, sometimes. And sometimes we like to talk about it. Um, Eventually. And it's really interesting when the music is uh, something that we've listened to very recently. Um, yeah. Anyway, Adam. What have I been listening to? What? What the heck have you been listening to? Well, as I as I said briefly earlier, I've been rediscovering and just generally discovering my absolute love of of metal and all of its subgenres. Metal rules. Yeah, metal fucking rules. Does. Um and I've been really getting into groove metal, which I think is probably my favorite genre of metal. Um Until you said those two words yeah. ne- next to each other, I that's a that's a that's an ambush genre for me. I didn't even so know that was. You a probably thing. do know what it is. I do, oh, okay. You just didn't I, know. I didn't have the the. You words didn't have for the it. words for it. So metal is really annoying. Yeah. In that it constantly creates subdivisions within yeah. itself of yeah. like ah here's a new genre and you're like no this this just sounds like one band from it's, the other genre and and usually Black Sabbath invented the genre. It, yeah. Between 1970 and 1975. Yeah. In general, that happened. Is, and then afterwards, <laughs> who who knows? Is, is, uh... But groove metal is... Is, is groove... Can I guess? Yeah, first? yeah guess, Is guess, groove guess. metal, like, the, the, the part of Fairies with Boots by Black Sabbath, where it gets really groovy? It's like... Fairies with boots, oh, you gotta believe me. Now, now... Honestly, kinda. Yeah. Um, but no, that's not the actual <laughs> historical um, development of it. Groove metal is slow thrash metal. Oh, okay. But slow thrash metal actually does sound quite a bit like that part from Fairies in Boots. It's just it's yeah, it's less like slam beats. Okay. And more groovy drums. And and the I think I sent a band to the group chat called Sepultura, which had a song oh, okay, their okay. groove metal, yeah, yeah, yeah. and that like it's groovy, like it's just got like more interesting drums to it, and just like a bit more like interesting. And then also, um, oh god, oh, who is it? What what band is he in? How can I not remember this? What what band is Dimebag Daryl from? Uh, Pantera. Yeah, Pantera is also groove metal. Okay, they're like considered groove metal. But yeah, that's been um, that's been my my big thing. And yeah, listening to a lot of Pantera, Sepultura is great. They're Brazilians. They have a lot more like Brazilian beats incorporated into their um, like into their songs, which is a very fun thing to hear in a sometimes very samey genre of of beats of just like 
how many times can the kick drum be played in a single second <laughs> genre of music? It's a lot. It, it, the, <laughs> the answer is, it's a lot. And it is. it seems to be growing exponentially at a rate that is well, imperce- un- ununderstandable. That, that's, yeah. I mean, some of my favorite genres of metal are the ones that are just like, hey, let's just take a second like yeah i i really like stoner and doom metal yeah that's like my bag and then other than that um my new favorite band of all time is electric cowboy which is um, (laughs) edm emo deathcore screamo metalcore it's like screamo Screamo, screamo. definitely in there edm screamo yeah yeah and i love it you were uh, happy you were uh, in, uh, inflicting that on on Halal. Yes, right and it, it brought me it brought me so much joy. It was probably one of my favorite re- uh, reactions I've ever seen. <laughs> I really, was, I I had gotten the it first, was so the beautiful. first song on, brought him on to video. Tears. It did. <laughs> it did make me cry a little bit. Hello. Yeah. What besides uh, Electric Cowboy? What, what have you been listening to? Well, I've listened to a few things. I've been going back to a lot of records that either came out this year or early or like last year. Um, I think I've mentioned it on the show already, but I've been really listening a lot to Jordan Ward's forward. His, yeah. His debut album. I, I, I I'm still listening to it. Oh, I, yeah. I, I did. I did mean to listen to that. I, I, I got a couple of tracks and I did like it, but yeah. it's just like, you know, stuff came up. <laughs> yeah. Right. I, uh, it's, he just he just recently released the something called Moreward, which is oh. the deluxe. Version. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh man! Forward was already a great pun. Moreward isn't even a pun. No, it's like a it's a pun on a pun. Yeah, it's he's like a, a double pun. It's like a pun. Mento. It's a triple entendre. It's like one of those things where it's like, oh, there's only one thing I can call this now. Like, yeah, I think that's what happened. God. Uh, He's so blowing my mind a bit just with the title. I've yeah. been listening to that a lot. Uh, it's really good. It's really soft. Like it's mm-hmm. got some, I don't know. It's got it's got soft tendencies. And then uh, what else? About I'm listening to Struggler a lot. Yeah, uh, the new Genesis Owusu album. I don't think we've brought it up yet. Uh, I fell in love with Smiling with No Teeth. And I have a lot of love for Struggler, although not as much. <laughs> that's that's kind of the uh, the 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 feeling that I had. So I I I actually think that the best tracks on that album are like right at the very end. Oh yeah. Um. um <coughs> on on Struggler. Yeah, I think um, so. Because I was like, I'm not feeling this as much, and then when it got to like the last <laughs> couple of tracks, I was like. Oh wait a minute! Like, <laughs> like, might bring it back. But I, I feel like, yeah. Overall, I think I, I'm feeling smiling with no teeth more. Yeah. Um. I feel like for me that was inevitable because I just loved that album so much, and I thought like it just it got it was like hit me at the perfect time, perfect you know, moment in that time. Like I don't know. I yeah. the struggler has been a lot of fun. I'm excited to go see him live again. He's gonna, yeah. He's gonna come through. Uh, I think in October. Yeah. Uh, I think so. I gotta double check. Well, one uh, thing I, I I have to say is that it's it, it is really hard to nail it on your sophomore album. Yeah. That's like kind of the consensus for a lot of artists is that when you put out your first album, there's just years and years of your artistic development pent up. Right. And if that goes over well, you have to follow that up, and you're like, 
uh-oh, I I emptied all my chambers yeah. on well, the first album. Yeah, that's definitely true. I like that he's going... I like that he went, uh, like, very conceptual again. I like aesthetically what he's done, like, to mm-hmm. separate his look from when he performed and was in Smiling With No Teeth, and then now he looks very different, and he's yeah. got, like, a nice aesthetic motif going with the with the red uh, stripe. Mm-hmm. And and he's got he does have a good job of, like, having strong characters that he like returns to and strong yeah. motifs and stuff. Um, but it just didn't, just didn't hit me the same way. I, I really, I I've grown to really enjoy a lot of it. Like I've listened to it enough times now that it's, I'm like familiar with it. Uh, I, I always get a good kick out of the old man song. Yeah. There's an old man waiting in the sky just to fuck my life up is, yeah. is a banger. <laughs> uh, the, yeah, I don't know. I've like, I've like, in a way, you know, not to take anything away from the album, but I've kind of forced some familiarity and like, yeah, I've like just listened to it so much now that I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, now I'm in, now I'm kind of into it. Um, it's uh, it's you know, it doesn't speak to me near as much, uh, but I think it's still got a lot of merit. Like, yeah. I, it's not a guilty pleasure. I would still be happy to show somebody like, oh, check out this album. It's called Struggler. Yeah, I, I won't be as quick to recommend it. Um, as I was with that first Smiling With No Teeth album. Uh, but, you know, that's okay. Going back to the the aesthetic, I did want to bring up, I did like that um, the, the album cover is kind of, uh, it's minimalist, but it's also like specifically, uh, um, uh, what's his, uh, Rothko? It's, oh, yeah, yeah. it's very similar to to just like the Does it like, have like two pure, stripes of red on it basically it, it's it yeah, yeah. basically oh, it's nice. it's it's a full red canvas with a lighter shade of of uh red going down the middle i i uh i did like the album though um yeah me too the, the talking about some of the stuff conceptually um uh i'd say the like sort of like <clears throat> there's a lot of uh uh references to feeling like a roach or like mm-hmm. you know like like you said like it's just like kind of like feeling like your your life isn't really in your control and there's right. a reference there's like references to like kafka mm-hmm. and like being transformed into a bug and how it's just basically just like like you know your your life is a big joke and you're mm-hmm. you're at someone else's whim and then I think towards the end of it, there's like more of a notion of like kind of taking control and accountability, uh, which I like. I like the arc of that the album. Yeah, that that's something that Smiling with No Teeth had as well. It's just kind of like a a narrative arc as well. Yeah, which I think that that's that's cool to keep that very consistent. I think so too. I think he does a good job with that. Like, um, and like I said, he does a lot of callbacks. I think the I think the motifs were more poignant to me mm. in smiling with no teeth like the idea of uh uh what was it casting a river into a fishless lake comes back a couple times in the album uh and then smiling with no teeth that you know having missing teeth and stuff like that i don't know like there, it's something a little there's something a little bit like creepier and darker about about it and and with this new one it's more like kind of blatant and i I think Mm. minimalist is a good word for it it's just like there's a roach and there's a god and they're against each other and they're but yeah it almost feels like 
the first one was, I don't know, I feel like minimalist is right, but the minimalism is in the subtlety. It lacks the mm-hmm. subtlety that, like, the first one has. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I actually associate... I feel like minimalism and subtlety go together for me. Mm-hmm. So I would actually... For me, the first one felt more, more minimalist minimal. okay. because it was, like, less... Because even though maybe more was going on and there was more depth to it, it was, like, because he used smaller concepts like littler things to kind of communicate larger things whereas Mm. with this one i definitely hear like like you said like it is like this is this 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 big big words big concepts to describe even bigger concepts right so like he's using a lot to communicate a lot which feels not very subtle Hmm. i don't know yeah i can see that i'm gonna now i want to listen to it again I, like, cause like I said, I do really like it. Uh, yeah. I'm, I, oh no, I thought it was, I, I enjoyed it. I, I actually enjoyed the sound of this one. I think a bit more than I enjoyed smiling with no teeth. I think oh, cool. this one clicked with my ear a bit more, especially, I don't know. I felt like that his, his kind of like poppy. I, it's weird because the word, I, the words I want to use are pop and punk. Yeah. But it is not pop punk, and it is so far from pop <laughs> right. punk. Right. But there is very much exceptional elements of like what would be described as like pop it's, in this. It's punk pop. Yeah, it's, it kind of is like punk pop. <laughs> I think not the word punk. the word that came into my head while I was listening to it earlier was punk. <laughs> that's funny <laughs> because it reminded me of a musical genre I still don't understand and could never identify by listening to funk um, oh, yeah. P-H-O-N-K I don't oh, know yeah. what it is I know exactly what it is it's uh, when you're uh, on Instagram and you see someone do an edit of like a cool anime moment and the the coolest moment has like a drop and the music that plays after it is funk Ah, that's that's how you know it's fun. That's fun. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Got it. So it's music that plays on social media after yeah. anime. Yeah, edits. and they and they they take out the the original audio and they they play shitty music over it instead. Nice. So that <laughs> shit, that shitty music. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah, that's fun. All right. Okay. Well, this was punk, which was not shitty. And I liked it. <laughs> so maybe we won't use that word to describe it. But I don't know. Mm. I just I feel like I've heard it's pop. Yeah, or like I don't know, synth pop, mm. but like synth punk. I don't know. I've heard I've heard other similar sounds recently as mm. well. It seems to be an up and coming musical choice, especially like the sound of like leaving the light. I find that I enjoyed that, that song, but that, I also found that there's a lot of songs that have been sounding like that recently. That that was probably one of my favorite on the album. I thought yeah. it was a, it's a banger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was one of the best. Um, that's why it was released as the pre-album single. I believe like, so. Yeah, yeah. They were like, this one. Uh, what have you been listening to, Jack? Yeah. Uh, Pranked. Pranked. <laughs> um, there's a couple albums. Uh, I, uh, I haven't really listened to it enough to, like, give it a proper uh, talk about, but uh, I listened to the new Slow Dive recently. Just like a really you know they've been around for a long time they're kind of pioneers of of uh like shoegaze um yeah shoegazi the new album felt like you know it 
it did feel like it was slow and chill, like, you know, heavy on the, the like, guitar tone, like, most shoegaze. But it also felt like it was very, like, synth-led. Like, a lot of the album started out, or a lot of the songs on the album started out with, like, a an interesting synth line, and then they dropped the guitars and, and stuff in hmm. on top of that, um, which I thought was, was interesting. Like, and it made it feel a lot more dense than, like, a lot of classic shoegaze would um um but yeah the i i i don't have much else to say about the new album aside from it was good i liked it it uh, it was a shoegaze album and it was like i got exactly what i wanted right. out of that um the one that really kind of surprised me uh that i really liked uh was by a uh, a guy or a band i i don't know uh but Anyway, an artist named Puma Blue. Um, I uh, recently listened to their new album, Holy Waters. Mm. And I had listened to some of their stuff before, which kind of sounded to me like kind of like really kind of lo-fi Neo Soul. Don't make the joke. Um, (laughs) uh, (laughs) New new Soul. Uh, So it's kind of like Hiatus Coyote. Cool. Yeah, happy. <laughs> are you are you satisfied? I was I was sitting here not making the joke. Yeah, I, I did nothing. Yeah, you said don't make the joke, and okay. then you started the joke, and, okay. and I I still said you baited me. Anyway, 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 anyway. <laughs> uh, uh, the new uh album by Puma Blue. Uh, does not sound like the old albums by Puma Blue, which I think is a great thing because the new Puma Blue rules. Um, I kind of want to show you some of this album after we wrap, but basically it's um, kind of very like, we use the word minimalist so much uh, today, yeah. but like it, it is, it, it feels very measured and patient. Um, and the way that their old stuff kind of just like went in for it, it's kind of like stuff that is slowly built up through layers. Um, one of the standout songs, uh, Hounds just has this pulsing, like, uh, like do, 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 do sort of baseline throughout the whole thing. And then there's on top of that, there's kind of like a chilly sort of vocal line that comes in and then the drums start coming in like and they they like build up a lot of tension and then the vocal line gets like more and more powerful and then there's like this whole like horn line that comes in over that it's it's really really cool um and the whole album is a little bit built that way so it kind of like i feel like maybe the one complaint i have of it is that it kind of um does get a little bit monotonous but i still think it's a really good effort um and i was I was surprised and impressed by by this art. I didn't really expect this hmm. sort of sound from this artist. Yeah, to hear restraint where you weren't expecting it. Yeah, is like that's pretty powerful. Yeah, and I mean they they had like this lo-fi aesthetic before, which is you know, I I think kind of has an implicit restraint to it because right. you're like you're like recording in mono yeah. or whatever mm-hmm. um, to to create this tone. But like, I think the the pacing of all the songs were like. We're like, whoa, like, I, I, yeah, I wasn't expecting this. Like, I don't know. It, it is a really good album. 
cool. And I wasn't sure about it. Like I was like I was like, is this really good? And then like it just won me over because it's not like an artist that I know super well. Right. It's just like, okay, I have to admit this is good. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's cool. Yeah, yeah, that's exciting. Hopefully, their next one will be just as good. Yeah, I mean, I'm just gonna appreciate two my blue. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> three. Well, I think I don't know how many albums they oh, have. Eight, I think I th- blue. think this is their second album. But oh, so I'm this not is sure. two my blue. Yeah, this got yeah. it. Or yeah. Puma um, and then I listened to like about two tracks of the new James Blake. Seems yeah. really good so far, but I, you know, he starts strong for sure. Yeah, <laughs> we don't want to get ahead of ourselves. Yeah, we can talk about that next time. I'm really excited about it. I'm, yeah. I'm a little mad at myself that I didn't already listen to it. I'm, like, I'm excited like, to talk like, about it. I remembered it. it on the way here. I was like, yeah. ah, fuck this and new James Blake album. That yeah, James Blake is not in fact James Blunt. <laughs> That's which right. is what I thought. Up until like two weeks. Although ago. the duo would go very hard, Blunt and Blake together. Blake and be, Blunt. Blake and Blunt would be wow. That's James. that sounds really good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's time. Is it time? Are and they... we don't have our computers in front of us, so this Hell is an yeah. off the dome I for the first, first time. Yeah. <laughs> ever. I want to go first. A truly off the dome. I, I want to go first. Because don't. Call it a comeback. Don't call it a comeback. Don't call it a comeback. But tonight, don't call it a comeback. I want to go first because I'm worried one of you will steal mine. <laughs> uh, what do you say? You know, yeah. go ahead. Okay. Yes, go. Take the carrot. Or mostly, we rock papers. <laughs> it's mostly because it already the the band already came up on this episode uh. while we were talking, so I just know it could be fresh. But don't call it a comeback, Pendulum. Oh. <laughs> I think I... You mean Knife Party. <laughs> yeah, it could be Knife Party, yeah. But but I think I think there's room for... What about for... Schism? I don't know Schism. I think they're the other half of Knife Party. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think that drum and bass is huge right now. And that Pendulum sounds a lot like drum and bass. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they basically are drum and bass. Exactly. They're, they're... If they're sampling breakbeats, yeah. it's drum and bass. Yeah. yeah. So... Big beat, there's just drum and bass. It just makes sense to me. Like if I think Knife Party is trying to make so, something. So also. what you're what you're saying is you think it's been a long time coming. You hope we understand. All right, uh, don't call it a comeback, uh, Old Nick. We need more ghosts Ooh! haunting doors. I, I mean, yeah, <laughs> you, can, you you can't. I don't know if you can call it a comeback. What was the last thing Old Old Nick made? I think like a month ago. Really? Okay. I, mean, I can Google it. I just saw the skeletons in this room. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm 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 Googling him right now. The real skeletons littering this room, because all the stuff that I've seen are, are from like 2020. Maybe it's, it's time, time for, for new... 500 ghosts. It's time for new Nick. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> new Nick. Um, yeah, no, I I support the return of old Nick. I I won't take it back, even if the most recent thing he's no, done is like no. a week ago. You know what? So, I, yeah, I refuse you to want take it more back. old Nick, yeah. no matter what. Um, yeah. all right, off the dome. This is hard. I always cheat. Um, God. Except my off the dome ones have been the ones They're to being, actually come actually true. happen. Yeah. Um. God. What's <laughs> what's a band that doesn't exist anymore? Sublime. <laughs> well. I feel like they're still touring with Back Rome, from the which dead. is the saddest thing ever. You know they still exist. They Wait, got, really? Yeah, they got another singer. His the... name is Rome, and he sucks. Yeah. Oh, really? Sublime with Rome. Yeah, they're that's called Sublime like, with Rome. That's what they call themselves. Um, 
this episode is all about guilty pleasures. Yeah. What's a comeback that you'd feel guilty about? Okay, let me let you know about a comeback you never thought would happen. Mickey Avalon released an album this year. Um, <laughs> wow. I can't call it a comeback because he did it. He came back. Oh, what was the other one that he... Um, uh... hmm? What was the other one? Yeah. That I was... Guilty about. That I was guilty. Oh, God. I don't... <laughs> I... They're already undead. <laughs> you can't bring them back again. <laughs> They're back. No, no, I I will not. You'd truly feel guilty. I will not. I don't want them back. I don't want them back. They're the worst band. What about, like, Bloodhound Gang? Yo. (laughs) You know what? That is a borderline guilty pleasure. Because they feel a bit problematic. (laughs) Oh, yeah, Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. A little bit. Let's see. I'm cheating again. They... No, yeah, the, I'm, I, you know what? You did it for me. No, 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 I can't no, do that. Come back. I just, can't now, do it. now we're just taking the good ones out from underneath you. I know this is rude. I need it to be all my own. Okay, um, all right. Um, 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 um. <laughs> That's gonna sound crazy. <laughs> it's gonna sound crazy. <laughs> Actually, it shouldn't Say sound it. crazy. They're meant to come out of the sand. Say it. Um. No, I don't want to summon the undead. The the Los Angeles zombies. Say it. (laughs) Oh, fine. Don't call it a comeback, but the Hollywood undead. (laughs) Jack, Jack, they're going to release an album within the year now. These are my powers, Jack. I don't have to feel guilty. This is your guilty pleasure. Yes, it's on all of us, Jack. We're all here together. I've got no blood on my hands. (laughs) I've only got jam, because this is the jam jar. Oh, Mm -hmm. shit. And? Once again, fellas, we've solved music. That's right. Well done. Well done, us. Go team.